If it weren't for our next guest, J.C. Lee Dugard could still be living in captivity. But their quick response after coming face-to-face -face with suspect Philip Garrido cracked the 18-year-old abduction case wide open. Joining us this morning from a studio on the campus of the University of California, Berkeley, are Officer Ali Jacobs and Special Events Manager Lisa Campbell of the UC Berkeley Police Department. Good to have both of you with us this morning. And, Good morning. And, Good morning. And, wow, what an incredible effort on your part. Uh, Lisa, I want to start with you because you spoke with Philip Garrido first. What was it about him that made you think, I need to get this guy back here and I need someone else to see him too? Um, well, there are, there are numerous indicators. He was, um, he was very passionate about what he, what he was um, trying to uh, deliver or the event that he wanted to host, but nothing that he said was really making a lot of sense. His thoughts weren't fluid. Um, he wasn't consistent in his thoughts. Uh, he had the two little girls with him, and the girls were sort of in the back background, and so whereas he was sort of animated and anxious to deliver um, the message of what he wanted us to know, mm -hmm. the girls were really unassuming and, um, and just gave, really distant. And gave some cause for concern, and, and so you had him come back, and you had Officer Jacobs sit in with you. Ali, I know you've said that your mother's, your mother's intuition also came into play here, along with, with those that you have as a police officer. What was it about those girls that told you something was not right? They just weren't acting like normal young girls would act. They were very pale. They were very, the youngest one was very intensely staring at me. Um, their answers um, to our questions seemed very clipped and rehearsed. They, they just seemed really lifeless. Did you ever get the impression that, that part of that, especially from the younger one who you said was staring at you, did you feel she was reaching out for help in any way? No, and I kept trying to search her eyes for any sign of some sort of signal that she that she needed help and I couldn't read her eyes at all. Which had to be so frustrating. I know, Lisa, before you brought them back, you actually ran a background check because you'd gotten his number. You found out that he had been uh, uh, served time for kidnapping, for rape. Were you concerned at all when he came back in as to how you were going to handle this? Um, there wasn't so much a, con a concern immediately. It was just I, I wanted another set of eyes to make sure that um, whatever happened was consistent and fair and that we were able to make a determination together that would be in the best interest of the kids. And ultimately though you had to let him walk back out that door a second time with those two girls but you did contact his parole officer and, and Ali as I understand it the parole officer said what are you talking about this guy doesn't have kids. Yeah and that yeah I told him that he brought in his two young girls and I was concerned because um, he was a sex registrant that you know he was around such young girls um, I didn't really have anything to go on at that time, and once I told the, the parole officer and he told me that he didn't have any kids, that's when my, my heart sank. And, and thankfully, the two of you didn't get up, give up and you followed through. Lisa, as you, as you look at what's happened, this past week must seem a bit surreal for you. The chance that you gave J.C. Dugard, the chance that you have given now these two young girls, as you're learning more details, is there anything else when you think back that sticks out to you about uh, Philip Garrido and these two young, young girls? Um, more, more, not so much as Philip Garrido as the two young girls, and it's pretty much like Ali said. Um, there was one girl who wouldn't engage the older one at all. Uh, we could not make eye contact, and when she would uh, find herself drifting away from uh, the gaze that she had, she'd immediately um, correct it. Whereas the younger one uh, was a little more engaging. Um, not, not to confuse that with, with friendly, but she was just a little more engaging and, and just looking in her eyes. It just drew us in. 
to you, and, and thankfully it did. Uh, real quickly before we let you go, a lot of people calling you heroes this morning, including us here at CBS News, and, and with good reason. Uh, just give us both of you a real quickly your thoughts on, on adding that title now. Uh, Lisa, I'll start with you. Um, I, I'm just grateful that we were in a place to do the things that we were able to do and, and impact the lives that we have. I, I think that any officer or any person that was in the same position uh, would have done the same thing. Allie? I, I don't think that we are heroes. I, I don't know that I can accept that title. We were just doing our job, and like Lisa said, I, I think that any police officer in the same situation would have acted very similarly. Well, we hope so. And uh, any police officer, any mother, Af Officer Allison Jacobs, Special Events Manager Lisa Campbell, uh, so many people thanking you this morning. We appreciate you taking some time and getting up early for us this morning. Thanks Thank again. You. Thank you. And stay with us.